The following episode is brought to you by the generous donations of Laura Pickren, Daryl Delaney, Darren Katzka, Devious Pop-Tart, Irene Viarito, Ryan Royce, Andy Dossett, Danielle Bramhall-Smith, Elizabeth Clark, Eric Whitman, Jessica Smith, Charles Compton, Natasha Rallerson, Richard Cree, The Cam Family, David Scrams, Dustin Troop, Edvarth Arnoff, Michael Clark, Rebecca Gauman, and Shelby Johnson as well as all of our generous patrons. Welcome to Eberron Renewed, an actual play podcast set in the Eberron campaign setting. I'm your game master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Trevor. Randy here. <laughs> I'm Jeff over here. <laughs> Don't mess with the formula, Randy. Uh, <laughs> uh, welcome to another episode. Gentlemen, what happened last time? We got a package. Yep. That, uh, yeah, the, the, the package is, is gonna it's it's meta stuff. It makes us better, uh, potentially. Uh, Hob is skeptical, and so is Eris. I, I think. Yeah. Okay. There's no return address. I don't know who sent me this thing. It's magical. I'm gonna make sure it's not gonna explode or track me. And it's definitely Reynard is Reynard is less concerned about that and has already attuned to it. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think we've established that Reynard is real lackadaisical <laughs> about personal security. Yes. And Milo's <laughs> going to wait to see what Eris finds out. And then Milo, with his current frame of mind and what he did last episode by sneaking around and following Jason, he is also going to do like Reynard did and put it toward his stealth. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean... So, Philip, you were right. Arcana <laughs> was not the obvious choice. Yeah. The, I mean, the assumption is obviously these came from someone involved with the Will Turner case or Will uh, yeah I mean, that's my yeah. that is Philip's guess that, that they're, seems the, le- the most logical one right because they're wealthy enough to afford a, a gift on a, 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 on a flight of fancy alright but then we also uh, got a job from Vigo well we got referred by Vigo to a job from Tarvel Satan well, but from, v- from Satan Vigo got Tarvel. Tarvel sent a request to Satan, who told Vigo to go tell us to talk to Tarvel. There yes. it is. Yes. Because uh, Milo... they got to baby step Vigo back into the game after his injury, so right now he's just a messenger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Milo found out that Jason is dragon marked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mark of Shadow. And an and, elf, therefore. <laughs> yeah. And, yes. Now, see, I was wondering if Milo would know that. Yes, yes, yes. We, okay. Yeah. We've well, you would have seen him with, as an elf, with... right? No, you didn't see him as an no, elf. No, we've never oh, seen Jason just, as you, elf. But you know the delineations of which races can have which marks. So yeah, okay. Plus, yeah. Reynard's from that house, so yeah. Um, so yeah, one of those houses. Um, and then also, Reynard's dagger is now on a chain, and 
uh, Eris has made progress with the uh, warehouse. So it has a door. And oh, Hob Milo. helped. There you yeah, go. We Milo. hit Hob helped. We hit the highlights Milo and all the other stuff. Milo did relay his concern about Jason. Yes, yes Milo told us. So. Okay. Um, so, are you all just heading over to meet up with Tarvel at his spot? The peerless lads. Yes. Yes. That, that is. Yeah. That I is mean, Milo's guess, name for them. I guess so. Yeah. Just. I mean. I just wasn't sure if there was anything else you all wanted to do before you headed on over. Nah. Okay. So, um, you all have been there before, so you know uh, where the Peer Lads HQ is. Precarious, because it's the warehouse district on a cliff. Um, okay, so yeah, you all head over to the Precarious district, and uh, the Peer Lads uh, docking station is in full operation. Uh, ships coming and going. Uh, you all are able to arrive there without incident. And you see uh, Tarvel standing kind of in the middle of all the action, directing uh, directing things. And uh, he sees you uh, approaching and kind of waves you all over. It's it's very loud. There's people shouting. I mean, it's, it's busy time for them. So. Good day, Tarvel. Hello. Hey. Uh, how are you all doing? We're doing well. Well enough. Good, good, we, good. We don't know. We haven't heard what you want us to do yet. <laughs> Fair enough, Harris. Sounded like you wanted to say something, Jeff. Okay. Um, all right. Well, yeah, let's uh, step into my office and we can have a discussion. Uh, Corin, take over. And Tarvel's son kind of nods and steps steps where his father was and starts shouting as well. Um so you all have been in Tarvel's office before. He sits down by his desk and gestures for you all to uh, take a seat. Um, it's nothing, nothing fancy. Uh, it's like the the office in a mechanic shop. Um, and so he, uh, he sits down. And is like, okay. <clears throat> uh, I can't imagine that Vigo told you anything about what I'm asking uh, for you all to do. But I need black lamp assistance with a job. And I wanted you all to be the representatives of the Black Lamps to help me. Um, you know what? I've never met another Black Lamp. Huh. Interesting. These are the only Black Lamps I know. People keep talking about that. There's other Black Lamps out there, but I've never encountered one. They're mostly halflings. You all are... Uh, special, except for my. Well, my, you're special, just not in the <laughs> way I was referencing. Yes, yes I'm um, just rude. Uh, also, if you could not smoke in here, oh, that's your that's your face. Never mind. Um, <laughs> I thought, Eric, you smoking again? <laughs> <laughs> just no. kick back in that chair, looking cool. I, I, uh, have, I have absolutely no no control over that. Sorry. I, 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 yeah. um, no, I can't do it. <laughs> so. Um, I, <clears throat> Vigo doesn't know anything about what I'm about to tell you. And that I would like very to keep clear. it that way. Yes. And I would like that to continue. Um, I've gotten word around the clan that Satan trusts you for. And... 
That's the that's the word that I've got. Why? Really, really, really quietly. Erisy, Erisy gave us meat. He obviously trusts us. Bags of meat. Remember the bags? <laughs> We're in his grace. I don't know what you all did for him. I don't know. Um, I don't know why he trusts you. I've just received. I asked around, and I found out that he did, which is good enough for me. I don't trust Vigo as far as I can throw him off a tower. How far so, could you throw him off a tower? Pretty far. One day we're um, going to find out how far someone could throw him off a tower, I think. Uh, it might, someone's going to throw him off a tower. It's Vico. <laughs> Did you yes. see his face? <laughs> oh, we saw it happen. Oh, Tarvo. Tarvo, we saw it happen. He just got his, I mean, just smiling right into the table. <laughs> he bounced uh, a bit. He bounced a bit. <laughs> I hate that guy. Anyway. Yes. I think uh, Jason is more of a concern myself, but that's just me. Well, but right now what we're doing is we're enjoying Vigo's pain. Yes, yes I, I know, I know. Um, and, hey, and, terms- and, and, and Milo, think of it this way. Once Vigo is gone, there's no one to protect Jason. Looks over his whole dragon mark but, house, but we're not thinking about that right now. <laughs> Eris starts to say that. And then- <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> oh, um, right. Also, uh, I, I, this this extends the level of trust that I'm putting in you all. Satan has some vague ideas about what I'm about to tell you all, but not most of it. And that's because I trust Satan, but Satan values family overall. And so, if if Vigo really wanted to know, it's just it's it's better to not tell Satan everything. Um, and you all know Tarvel is Satan's brother-in-law. Um. He's married to Satan's sister. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Um, so, here's the deal. And he reaches behind him and uh, places his hand. And you see him, like, it's some kind of mechanical, like, he's moving the stones on the wall in a particular order. And a panel pops out and slides over to the side. Boy, I would really like to try and memorize the order. Okay. Uh, give me a... Uh, I mean, he does it very quickly, so let's make it a, uh, a hard uh, perception check. Okay. Or skullduggery. Uh, cool. Um, and I'm going to flip a story point to yeah, yeah. upgrade one. Because he might notice that you notice. I was going to ask if I could make a perception to notice her noticing. <laughs> sure. But we'll 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 roll that yes. after. Yes. All right. Um, okay, okay. Were we really down to one story point? You two. Oh, you used a player point. Oh, my bad. My bad. There you go. Cool. Then I'm gonna spend one. <laughs> this is probably not at all useful information, but I'm spending hey. a story point on it. Four success, two threat. Um, oh, one of those was supposed to be a red Philip. I, I flipped a story point. You sure did. Um, I don't know how you want to do that, uh, but I will roll this red and see what happens. It okay, is, failure for so failure. Three success. Okay, yeah, fine. Well, it, we'll just oh, replace. right. Yeah, four. four. Four success, two threat. Um, so, yeah, he um, he punches it in, and... We'll we'll say that he it's not confirmed, but he feels like Eris was paying really close attention. 
So he's suspicious, but not certain. Hob, go ahead and roll a perception check. Uh, Eris, how how subtle would you be about trying to? Uh, I think this is almost automatic with yeah. Eris. It's like someone's working a machine. I'm going to notice how you worked it. Okay. Uh, it's it's not. I mean, Eris has no particular reason to think she would ever need to break into this right. guy's safe. It's just ooh, machine. Well, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. What she was, does. Was like, especially like if if his back is to us when he enters the number. Eris is going to have no mm-hmm. compunction about like craning her neck to see what's going yeah. on on the other side. Yeah, um, it probably is. It's, it's probably like sort of a, a sit up a little bit. Okay. So we'll make it. Uh, Philip, you tell me if this is unfair. We'll make it an easy check for Hob to notice that Eris I notices. I think that's totally reasonable. Okay. So one purple. One purple. All right. Ah! <laughs> nope. I failed. <laughs> I did so. not notice you noticing me. Um, so as the panel opens, you see Eris, there's nothing in it except for it's covered in runes and glyphs. Um, and he basically pulls out a little cylinder from the center and puts it on his desk. And there's no, like, there was nothing, wait, there's nothing in it, but he pulled well from the wall, like from, from the wall of it, like it's, it's like a chamber in the wall. And he like twists something in the back and pulls out of the back wall a cylinder. Ah, oh. yeah. Okay. So now there's a hole in the hole. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So sure. um, he puts it down as this. Like, so um, I don't know how familiar you all are with uh, the inner workings of the clan and big events and things like that. My wife Erin. Uh, was arrested quite a while ago. She was the head of the peer lads. I was not. I hate it. Uh, but she was great at it. And she killed two Dark Lanterns. And so she's now in the Dreadhold uh, for the rest of her days. Um, so this is a box that allows me to have correspondence with her. She also has a receptacle on her end that is hidden and stashed away. So we can, I, I don't know what I'm doing here. She still runs the peer lads. I need correspondence from her to know what to do. Uh, and also it allows me to, you know, send some, some niceties, a decent meal every now and then. Uh, and then she can send the evidence back my way. Um, so that's what this thing is. Like I said, Nobody, virtually nobody outside of this room right now knows about that. Um, I need this to be replaced. And he holds up the cylinder. Um, this is a, um, essentially a, a trinket that is uh, made to be, uh, that recharges circles of teleportation that's made by, and he does air quotes, House Orion. Now, they don't actually make it. They outsource the making of this to a mage right named Adelaide Pard. Adelaide Parr. Sorry. I have a niece named Adelaide. Huh. So I need another one of these 
things. Um, and obviously, we're good at smuggling. If we needed to get this out of the city, we could, but we're not good at thieving, which is why I need your all's help. Um, and they don't sell them for personal use. So unless you can get a big contract with House Orion to get a bunch of them, then uh, I can't just go buy one. So that is my ask of you. Um, I know that you're here because Vigo and Satan and all that asked you to, but this would be a real personal boom for me. Could I have that one? Uh, when you bring me a new one, sure. No, wait, so that one is, is going out or does not work? It doesn't. I, I currently have no way of communicating with Aaron. Because that um, cylinder has burned out or whatever. Yes, has okay. no more juice. Sorry, we're 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 crossing so across universes right now. It's My not. Dog. <clears throat> it's just um, it's just run out of its power source. I don't know how they work, honestly. Um, this one I managed to procure off of a shipment uh, that we were smuggling, and uh, it was basically we were we were stealing from Kondorak, who well we we were smuggling stuff that was stolen from Kondorak, and they used these for some of their boxes that can teleport things over great distances and so I managed to get one that way. So uh, you all could do it that way but uh, Kundarak security is better than Adelaide Parr I would imagine. Can I look at that one? Sure. And he hands it to you. Um, Eris pushes some things aside on his desk. Uh, it's and... just paperwork. It's papers everywhere. And yeah, there's no. Eris gets his organizational system just through you know shared, uh, <laughs> shared systems. But to to an outside eye, it just looks like nonsense. Uh, yeah, Eris just clears a space on his desk for her use uh, and sets the cylinder down um, and holds her artificing hand over it and the little. Um, glyphs glow in the air between them and I want to try and understand the functioning of this thing. Okay, give me an artifice and check. Maybe also what's wrong with it, if that can, depending on how far, how well this goes. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Um, at what point do you hold get... it up and shake it next to your ear? Because that's an important <laughs> part of all electronic diagnoses. Right, yeah. Blow on, is, there, is there like a port that I can blow into um, to make sure also, it's not clogged? You also see the two connecting prongs at the top, and you dab it on your tongue briefly, and you don't get a sure, yeah, there. Yeah. So, yeah. Ask uh, if there's any vinegar the around for no good reason. <laughs> or not um, alcohol. Go ahead. In order to uh, understand exactly the way this thing works, we'll make it a hard difficulty, but um, advantage and stuff might reveal additional information if you get it. Okay. So. All right. One success. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Eris, looking at this and looking at kind of the uh, the arcane markings and the, just the way it's built, um, you can tell that the the idea is very akin to a dragon shard, and this, this is a vessel meant to contain magic. 
um, and, and be able to be tapped on in virtually in perpetuity. Um, but what this does is because teleportation circles require a house orient air to activate them, uh, this basically mimics the magic of a house orient mark to activate a circle of teleportation. Um, and so uh, it, it though is not a infinite uh, source of magic. Eventually it does run out depending on the frequency of use. Most people who don't have a wife in a max security prison for life would probably never run out of juice because they aren't sending that many things via teleportation. But um, if Tarvel is using it very frequently, like daily or most days a week, then it would run out every few years or so and need to be replaced. Tell what its power source is and whether its power source is something that can be replaced. Um, so you can... You think that you could try to mimic the power source with a dragon shard, but it would be very difficult. It seems like it requires a uh, somebody that is the source of the magic imbuing it in, mm. like basically storing a spell, essentially. Interesting. So Eris herself could not replicate it. If you found somebody that could cast teleportation, then sure. Okay. Um, Eris shuts off the glove and... All right. Just okay, so I'm let's clear. Go ahead. And... Oh, go ahead. Did... This teleportation thing is not big enough for Olfen or Aaron to, or Tarvel or Aaron to fit through, correct? No. no, no he's no, sitting no. in her meals. He's, <laughs> yeah. Like, just, just, you know, crawl through and be done with it, this whole charade. Yeah. Well, actually, uh, because you bring that up, Jeff, give me a perception check on. Oh, no. Is he well, missing an arm? Because he got, yeah, tried to crawl yeah, through. Yes. Um, I guess you, you stop when it takes a finger. You wouldn't get your whole arm in there. No, that, that's ridiculous. Yes, average you want? difficulty, two purple. Perception? Yes. Okay. And you do have story points to flip if you like. Uh, what do you guys think? Should I flip a story point? Sure. Sure. Let's flip a story point and upgrade to two yellow, two purples, my pool. So okay. failure is an option. <laughs> okay. One success, one threat. Um,. Hob, there is some part of Tarville's story that he was telling you regarding Aaron's fate that uh, you can tell that uh, he wasn't being entirely truthful. Okay. Um, you can tell it was like, you like it's not that he withheld information. There was something about it that he wasn't telling the truth. Oh, if okay. that makes sense. So, but uh, but the, the, the generalities of it is stuff we would know. Like we know Aaron's in the Dreadhold. Like that's something yes. that would have been like on a company wide memo. Everything he told you <laughs> tracks if you pay attention to like stuff that goes on in the clan. Like okay. he didn't he didn't elucidate any new information outside of I have a box that lets me smuggle things into the dreadhold. Um so yeah. Um but yeah, there's some some element of his story that you can tell. Uh yeah. That is, but this is like one of those bank vacuum cylinders. It just works by teleportation. Yes, essentially. Yeah. Um, 
it it's like if a magician's like I put this thing in a box and then open it again and it's gone actually worked. Uh, right. <laughs> um, so, any questions for Tarvel? Anything? Um, no, yeah, what's like really you, going you on? You should here. apologize to Randy, who performs as a magician. Philip, you know magic's not real, right? <laughs> Adelaide Parr operates out of the Copper Arch District, by the way, in uh, Upper Tavix Landing, right in the middle of the city. So, um, anything you need from me? Any questions? Anything? Hob, do you really ask him about what he's lying about? No, 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 no. Uh, he, but he, no. Um, at this point, Corin, Tarvel's son, walks in, and um, sees you all in here. Dad, if if you're sending them out on on Black Lamp's business, I could I could help I could help you guys um, with anything you might need, uh, if if you want. And. They call me Ace. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Tarvel gets a little uh, red in the face and says, no, Corin, no, you can go back out there and get to work. We got shipments that need to get gone. It's like, but I can, enough, go. And Corin leaves. Tarvel, apologies. Well, now Eris is immediately on Corin's side. <laughs> Hob takes no side. Uh, yeah, no, sure. No problem. Um, I mean, he, he could come. No. If he wants. No, not necessary. He doesn't even know what the job would be. He would only, it would only complicate things for you. Oh, he's just, he's just a Black Lamps fan. Is that what it is? He wants more involvement in guild and clan business, but... How old is Corin? Or how old would he guess he is by his appearance? Uh, Corin, Corin is in his like mid to late twenties. Okay, yeah. He's, All right, he, so he's still. He's dumb. A ma- I'm I'm a man, Dad. Um, so, um, no, he's he's fine. He's fine doing legit peer business. Okay. <laughs> Well, I suppose Eric, Eric, Phil is Wait. making a face, listeners. Just yeah. So, yeah. Uh, aren't we all criminals? Is any of our business legit? Aren't we? Wait. Do you not do crime? Oh, I do crime. I do. Oh, so much crime. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you just paid attention. I'm smuggling things into the dreadhold. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. But I meant like for the clan. Yes. 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 We uh, do. That seemed like it's sort of on the side. We do plenty of smuggling business. Corin, as best as my ability, is shielded from participating in that. Right. I, I, I can relate. I went through a bit of that myself when I was younger. Mm. Milo, if that was meant to uh, assuage my fears, you did a <laughs> right. poor job, because uh, you're sitting here about to go pretty, do crimes for me. Pretty wrapped up. <laughs> and anyway, I mean, Corin's last name is Boromar, so he's like... A member of the clan. So, he's so we need Satan's to... nephew. He's the he's the same level as Vigo. Corin is in terms of familial tie. Gotcha. 
So we need to go, um, talk with Adelaide. I mean, talk to her, steal from her, whatever. Just get the thing. I, I don't, I, I would not want you all telling me how to smuggle things. I'm not going to tell you well, all how to thief things. Well, sure, and I appreciate that, but I, I mean, you do know, currently, the knowledge imbalance is in your favor, so. I got the name and the location. I've, okay. I've never been to Adelaide's spot. Like I said, so I got you my. Don't know, you don't know if it's a workshop or if she has an office in this corporate place that does this bulk sale of these little cylinders? Yeah, I, unfortunately, I don't know. Uh, like I said, I got my implements off of a another shipment for a different right. house. Fell off the back of the um, truck, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been asking about, because I knew it was getting low, the uh, the the lag time between shutting the box and it actually showing up. <laughs> it was this little uh, blinking light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, the food got I mean, cold. <laughs> yes, yeah. It was coming back weird, uh, like a fork through the plate. It was, it was awful. Um, so... Um, so yeah, I've been trying to figure this out and facilitate it before it actually died. And he gestures to get the thing back from Eris, recalling that he never got that back from her. Oh, it's sitting on his desk. Okay. Uh, I was trying to get this replaced before it went out, but unfortunately, uh, time was not on my side. But like I said, there's no definitive timetable, just the sooner the better. Obviously, Aaron is not aware on my side <laughs> that it shut off. So, um, yeah. Fortunately, she didn't have any contraband on her side when it died. That would be bad. That would be very bad. Does she need another one? No, it's it's tied to the power of mine. Basically, I'm the anchor okay. and she just is the receptacle. All right. It's very fascinating. I don't I have no idea how it works. Well, uh it feels like it's time to go uh and get get started on this for you. And you're sure we can't that. and you're sure we can't have that cylinder to make sure we get you the right thing. Iris, you feel pretty confident that uh you can recognize it again. No, Eris is not Eris does not immediately try to take advantage of this and instead goes Yeah, I know what it looks like. It's right there on the table. My only concern with sending it with you is this is the only one I've got. And so if, God forbid, something happens and I need to tell somebody else how to procure this, I I am not a good enough descriptor of magical implements to be able to describe this just off the cuff, if that makes sense. Sure, but yeah, if Harris is confident, then I... You can do a sketch of it if you want. I don't know if any of you are good sketchers. Or nope, we got it. A wax molding or something? Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Do, go ahead. I just, I, I don't know how to, do we just go back to the four sales and talk for a while about how, do any of us know Adelaide? Should we go look at the place? Do we, I mean, do we, 
We have no idea if we can talk to her and just try to talk her out of one, or if she has an employee, we have to steal it. Do we have to steal a shipment of them and pick one off? <laughs> so what we can do, if you all want to facilitate this in a way other than we go sit around and talk for a while, um, is we could basically have everybody do a role for some level of preparation, like going and checking out the place, going and talking to Adelaide, like fact-finding, uh, just asking around the streets, uh, seeing if this implement is available somewhere else. Um, and then basically that would allow you all to have more information to then actually plan out the job, if that makes sense. So does that sound like fun? <laughs> sure. Um, well, does anybody have an idea of what they would like to do in terms of preparation? In terms of talking to Adelaide, Reynard might be good for that since his charm is so high. Um, well, or, she's a mage, right? So my charm is also very high because my true. mechanics is my charm. That's true. Um, we got uh, a couple of uh, sneaky boys now in the party. Uh, <laughs> potentially. Did we get a? Did we get a? A visual description or like what race? Nope, is? you got nothing. Okay. You know a location and a name. That's all Tarvel was able to get. He did not roll well on his pre-session fact-finding roll. <laughs> Rolled well enough to succeed, though. It's <laughs> just that's the job is. I don't know. Go find one. Uh. <laughs> but I think if I think at the bare minimum, the first thing we should do is fly by the location and see what we're looking at, um, so that we know what kinds of things we might need to do in order to okay be prepared to bust in if we need yeah. to bust in. Um. So on your way back, you you go up to Upper, upper Tavix Landing and just do a a flyby. And you see a uh, the location that Tarvel gave you, pretty unassuming. Uh, it, it looks like it's large enough to house uh, quite a few of these things that that Tarvel said. It's not like a hangar. It's not a huge warehouse because they do one thing really well. So it's a large. It's a medium sized building, uh, but it's clearly not just an office space. That the warehouse is somewhere else. So. Based on the size, you would guess that the, the stuff's actually there. Um, now, in terms of the surrounding areas, uh, Cop Copper Arch is a professional district. Lots of businesses are placed up there. There's some temples, uh, taverns, things like that. But it's your, it's your commercial uh, professional district. Uh, House Deneth does have a fortified enclave in Copper Arch, uh, but that's the only big, like, uh, deterrent to doing jobs in this <laughs> in this uh, district. So, well, you come back at night, break in, steal one or several. Right. Um. That certainly sounds the easiest, doesn't it? Yes. Potentially, at least. Okay. 
Like, I mean... Jeff wants Hob to rally some low-wage workers to stick it to the man and just steal a couple for us, but it does definitely seem easier if we just do it ourselves. Okay. Um, so, what prep work would each of you like to do for the job? Well, I could make a thing. <clears throat> okay. There's a... Um... There's an amber effect that's tunnel. Okay. I can make a portable door. Well, okay. okay. It's a lot easier than climbing well, in all the windows all the time. <clears throat> What's the difficulty on that? Yes, it is hard. <laughs> okay. So three purple. Um, I'm going to go and flip a story point and get one back to you. Uh, so make one a red. Of course. Hey, oh. I'm a giving person. What can I say? And I'm making something, so get some more boost dice. Okay. Okay. Four success, okay. one threat, and a triumph. Okay. Uh, I'd so, like to pitch as the triumph. So that used one of our... Um, one of our pieces that we stole from the shipment. Okay. Um, I'd like to use the triumph to say that I got it done really, really, really fast, and I have time to make a second one so that I have one for exit as well. Okay. Um, is the triumph that you just create a second one, or... Are you saying you do it so quickly you can roll to make a second one? Sorry, just the word. I will the leave that up to you. Okay. Um, hmm. I'm willing to roll again. I have the amp I have the the dragon shards for it. Yeah. Um. Sure. You you do it so quickly. You have time to do that. Uh, and one additional thing that will resolve at the end. Um, with the threat. Go ahead and add one setback to your second, uh, your second tunnel. Okay, but there's no red on it this time. So, all right. So here we go. One success, four advantage. I just closed the book on the advantages. (laughs) Someone else and someone else do their thing while I'm looking Um, at advantages. Well, additionally, Eris, with your additional leftover time. You are able, since you're in an artificing mood, you pull out the two amulets that oh, right. uh, that hot like yours and Hobbs, and you do a pretty thorough inspection of them, and you can't detect any kind of trap or curse or uh, nothing funny except for the fractured nature of the shards. So, uh, no, they're they're not going to explode when you use them, unless. I mean, you roll like three despair on a roll, then maybe. But uh, <laughs> they are not designed to explode upon use. There, that's the way to phrase it. Um, okay. Uh, who else would like to say what they're doing for planning? You all are going to have to. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. God, I don't. I mean, when, on jobs like this, Hobbs just the muscle. Like, what do you prep? Yeah knowledge underworld you can go yeah some pavement 
I'm I'm trying to think if I Yeah, here's what I want to do. I want to go to that area. This is an industrialish area. Professional. Like okay. like corporate area. Okay, okay. Um I want to find out about night security in this building. Okay. If there's personnel or if it's just passive stuff like every place else we've been so far. Well, as passive as ghosts in jars can be, I guess. <laughs> um. <clears throat> okay. So go and give me a knowledge underworld check. Uh, you're trying to get a, a sense of what it's like at night. Uh, mm -hmm. So this would normally be an average check to purple, but add a setback since, you know, it's not nighttime. So the people that you're talking to, you're not guaranteed to find somebody that would know. If that makes sure, sense. Sure, sure. So, um, um, you do have store points if you would like to upgrade. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I've established anything. Uh, this is not in also, the area. Just a reminder for Milo. Milo, you have two unhealed crits currently. So, uh, yeah, you're just a heads up. Because um, crits don't heal automatically over time. So. Yeah, that's a big deal. Well, I'd forgotten okay, about that. So, yeah, hadn't we all? I have too. So, okay, um. <laughs> I want to heal some crits, huh? <laughs> we'll we'll let you do that in the we'll we'll say that that was during the interim that uh, Milo would have attempted that. But uh, anyway, let's finish up resolving Hobbs thing. And yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna roll it flat like this. It probably won't go well, but I don't want to spend a story point on this. If spend find, a story point. I'll if we find them. if we find night security guys, I'll just punch them. Uh. You know what? Fine. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. No story points. Rolling the dice. Do it's it. done. One success, three threats. Well, that could have gone better. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you get a sense. You you find um, you find somebody like you're asking around to the less than savory individuals that are members of the underworld. Uh, and you're pointed to a guy having kind of a late lunch that actually works security across the street at a corporate building uh, that also, uh, you know, gets into some unsavory things when he's not working. Um, and he's eating a a pretty hearty sandwich. He's like, so uh, you're interested in uh, nighttime stuff, huh? Hang on. Here, if Hob knows this guy works security across the street, what Hob says, th th how does Hob know that? Is he wearing a uniform? You were told. You were told. Yeah, there's this guy that, <clears throat> like, through your through Hob's like criminal contacts, there's a okay, guy so that owes a, owes a crap ton of money to the gambling ring uh, section of the clan. Okay, so Hob uh, does not have to appear on the up and up here. I don't know if you're pretending I'm applying for night work. No, this okay. guy then sure, is yeah. so far in debt to the Ravens that. Uh, the fact that you're here on clan business, mm -hmm. yeah, you don't got to worry about it. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think I was a um, right. So, uh, long story short, there's a thing in there we need, and I'd like to know how difficult that's going to be at night. Well, I tell you, I see a few folks go in there at nighttime. Look to be real rough and tumble kind of folk. Uh, not marked or nothing. Not, like not, they're stopping in or like they're working there overnight? They're working there overnight. I see okay. them when I leave in the morning too. Um, so, so yeah, they, they look uh, real, real tough, tough kind of people. Wouldn't All want right. to cross them. 
Sure. So. Are we brothers? Um, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, my name's my name's Gob. What's your name? Vegadoth. Um, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's my last name. Uh, All right. So, okay. Anyway. <laughs> but you pronounce it Job. <laughs> you say you say they're 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 big fellas, like yeah. And I don't know what this guy is, but Hob decides to throw him a little bit. Like, you and me big. Yeah, yeah, like us big. Yeah. Um, I mean, not not quite as big as you, but, uh, you know, big, big for most. Uh, and there's there's four total that on most nights that come in. All right. And, uh, and the, oh, good. Go ahead. No, 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 you. And that, that was the threat dictated the level of security. The level, so, sure, of course. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I didn't know if it was going to be the level or the level of his knowledge of it, but either way, I figured out where the threshold was. Well, uh, thank you, and I'll... Uh, You're welcome. What, what's your name again? Gob. All right, all right. <laughs> well... You want you want a sandwich? Gob. They got great I, sandwiches here. I think I do. We don't need to play that. But uh, he says, uh, I'll talk with the Ravens. Uh, you get you him. get the sense that this guy does not talk to people who do not want to collect money from him very frequently. So he is enjoying this oh, conversation no, immensely. Then Hob, then Hob <laughs> is probably stuck there for a while. <laughs> he's no, he doesn't glom on. He just that's why he asked, "Would you like to like, yeah. join me?" He's not going to court you there. But Hob sits down for a sandwich with Gob, and <laughs> it's just a weird and gruff, and nobody likes it. <laughs> it's just an auditory nightmare for everybody sitting nearby. Um, we just need another one there who we could call Lynn. Oh, Goblin. So gotcha. Goblin. Yeah. And Hobgoblin. 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 Wow, well, yeah. That's yeah. Boy. We also have well done, Randy. <laughs> so like Bob Dobelina. Have you met my wife, Lynn? She's lovely. Uh, anyway. Uh, okay. Phillip's just shaking his head. <laughs> As he does frequently on this show. Um, okay. Uh, Milo, let's resolve your medicine check and then whatever you're going to do for the job. Okay. So in terms of healing thyself, um, you need to, for each full night's rest, character heals one wound. Uh, at the end of each full week of rest, character may attempt a resilience check to recover from one critical injury. So, mm. resilience. Two purple. Uh, great. Resilience. So, resilience. And two purple? Two purple. Or you can do one purple for try to go with the least difficult one. Either way. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. No success, but you got to triumph. <laughs> so, you still have the critical injury. But, well, I mean, do the triumph is something overly beneficial leading into the job. Yeah. Like, you can you can declare something about the job. The wound is temporarily encouraging. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're doing great. <laughs> still wounded, but you're feeling good about it. I think it's going to make a really sick scar. Um, well, any ideas? Thought, well, my initial, I mean, I wasn't not necessarily a triumph thinking, but before I was just kind of thinking that it might be a good idea to try to put eyes on her to see. 
I don't know, to identify her. I don't know if that's beneficial to us in any way. Okay. Um, well, let's say, with the triumph, um, while Milo is going about uh, prepping for the job and just doing stuff, uh, he's asking around the clan. Milo's been in the clan a long time. He knows lots of people in the clan. So you could just be vague and say, hey, do you know anything about Adelaide Parr? And you find somebody that knows something about Adelaide Parr. Mm. Um, so she is a obviously a mage right, uh, who is a tiefling mage right, uh, with like emerald green skin and very large horns. Um, but extremely skilled mage right has been doing it for a long time and is in really good, obviously, with House Orion since they contract to her to uh build these things. But obviously, being a tiefling, she's not a member of House Orion. So, any other details about her? Like um, that's all you can get for free with the triumph. Is um, she's a very skilled like whoever you find to talk to. Uh, Will Will knows about her. Um, he he does. He's done collections in that district before. Um, Will tells you that. Uh, I, I wouldn't cross her. Uh, she's apparently very powerful and has a very short fuse. So. Okay. So, if you can avoid direct contact with Adelaide, that would be wise, is what you've learned with that triumph. Okay. Uh, can I go for my other... Yep. Crit? What else? Oh, okay. well, you only get to do one per week. Uh, it's probably been multiple weeks since you've got all of those. So, yeah, we'll, we'll oh, let you yeah. do... Do another one for, for the two purple difficulty one. Just to represent the weeks that have gone by. Zero success. So, Milo still has two critical injuries. So, is she an organ donor? Um, does, she, <laughs> does she give to charities? We need to find out if she's the kind of person we don't want to screw over too bad. Milo, what you doing? Milo has no clue what he's doing. Okay, uh, Reynard, do you know what you would like to do? Well, I was trying to think of something that I could use, like, uh, streetwise for. Okay. But I can't really... I can't think of anything. <laughs> so you could see if you could find out additional information about Adelaide, what people know about her on the street... Um, you could see if you could find anything out about the building itself, uh, the operation. Uh, Layout would be good, knowing yeah. what room. Well, that's what I was kind of thinking about, like a, maybe like, oh, sorry, my contact. Um, just like a, not multiple plans of action, but like, uh, going along with layout, like different entrances or something or you Once know like egress. yeah okay um so yeah that can be streetwise um we'll go and make it to purple difficulty uh okay. to try and find out information i'm going to spend a story point to flip one of those poiples to a red okay so one purple one red yep uh i have two yellow and a green and it's not a super I don't know. This is a super high stakes roll, do you think? Oh, crap. I used one of your points again. There we go. 
You have four points, so you can feel more comfortable oh. using one. Well, then, yeah, I'll do that. Okay. So add a green, right? Or no, turn the... Green into a yellow. To a yellow. Okay, now it's back to three. three okay, two. here we go. Two success, two advantage. There you go. So, yeah, Reynard, you, um, you're asking around and kind of poking about uh, potential, like, construction people and, like, people that may have worked on this building or, uh, you know, people that may have gone in there to do repairs, anything like that. And you actually track down somebody that has been in the building um, that is a friend of the clan. And you find out that basically there is the front area uh, that Adelaide, like, does business transactions out of. And will also, you know, occasionally tinker up at the counter. Uh, but most of the work goes on in the back room where there is a large area with, like, a workstation and uh, containers for the, uh, the batteries that she's making. And then there is a back room as well that uh, is like storage and general like things like that. There is the front door. There's a side loading door uh, where Orion can pull up their their boats and have pallets loaded in. And then there's also uh, leading down, uh, there is at Adelaide's request, uh, direct drainage uh, from the building. So there is also, if you wanted to go into the Sharn sewer system, you could. So, but it seems like a real crappy way to get in. Hey, so we're just going to go in through a portal though, right? Yeah. Just that. That's what Trevor wanted to know. So I told Trevor he wanted to know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe he, he can find a good spot for the portal to pop open, right? You all are doing this simultaneously. <laughs> True. Um, Okay. I have something for Milo. Cool. Um, taking what he has found out about Adelaide, like she could, it sounds like she could be pretty formidable if she were to be there when we are there. Yep. So Milo wants to, I guess, essentially find out her schedule, make sure she doesn't work late into the evenings. He wants to make sure that she's not going to be there when we're going to be there. Okay. What skill would you like to use for that? Um, Streetwise would be doable. Um, uh, you don't. You, your only knowledge skill is lore, so that's not really gonna <laughs> do anything yeah. for you in that regard. Um, you could do a social skill to go talk to somebody, or it's it's um. either finding out her schedule or trying to make sure that she isn't there that night. Is kind of what Milo's right. goal is. Let's just do streetwise. Okay. Two purple. And flip a story point for a boost. Change one green into a yellow. Two success, yes. one advantage. So um, you find out that she is not going to be there that night. Um, there is actually a uh, a house-sponsored event going on that she's been invited to, to come be in attendance. And so she has to go attend a this House Orion kind of gala that is being put on in conjunction with House Lyrander. So 
There's a there's a there's a fancy dress party that she's going to. So Maybe we could uh, send Reynard to keep her occupied. <laughs> could do that. <laughs> um, no, no. You all were complaining last session about you're asking us to steal stuff and you took away our thief. <laughs> Reynard's staying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember uh, going Vantage. her, her, her at the end. That's how it sounded yeah. in my head. Uh, <laughs> uh, advantage, I guess I'll just pass the boost die. Oh, the advantage was played into the results that you ah, found out. Okay. Yeah. It, it, it affects whether or not it's it's beneficial or detrimental to you. So, um, okay. So, that is the, the lay of the land. You have some tunnels, some portable... Uh, doors to get in and out. You have a decent layout of the land. You know the level of security, and you know that Adelaide isn't going to be there. So we shall see how the job goes. Whenever we are gathering, yeah. Whoever is first to the four sails, Eris watches them through the window as they approach, and just as they're reaching for the door, a hole appears in the wall, and Eris to ha. And Hob punches Aerith yeah. in the face. Yeah. <laughs> and Hob. Oh. Yeah, Hob shivers oh, her right to the shit, solar plexus. Boy. <laughs> oh, frack. Aerith. First. As, as Hob's adrenaline is still. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Are you okay? No. All right. You punched me. I did. <laughs> You startled me. <laughs> On purpose. Now, if you had accidentally... I made this awesome thing. Uh, you know what? And that's what Hob goes. Oh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> All right. Um, We're going to commit so much crime with it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I think I already did. The, the assault. Uh so then Milo arrives and goes, Eris, why is, why is your nose red? <laughs> why red. do you look like Vico? <laughs> All right. We're going to see how the job goes next time. I think, uh, uh, just for the record, Hob would have realized enough time to pull the punch enough that he didn't really damage Eris. But he, yeah, he, I mean, he I hit her. If she surprised him, he hit her. Like, that's just <laughs> unfortunate, but factual. I don't um, like it. I don't like that we're giggling about it, but it's what would have happened. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thank you all so much for listening. If you want to be part of the conversation surrounding this episode, you can find our Discord link on all of our socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and on our YouTube channel in the description of all the videos, youtube.com slash thegeekpantheon, where uh, our other actual play, Kyber Shards, lives that Philip is the GM for, uh, and it's a lot of fun. And we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash thegeekpantheon. If you want to financially support the shows in any way that you are able, that is where you can do it. And we would be very thankful if you did. Uh, yeah, I think that's everything. Thank you all so much for listening. I've been your Game Master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Trevor. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. We'll see you next time. <laughs>